Welcome to the Nerd Boys Podcast. I've been gone for a minute, now I'm back. Tonight, I'm about to record a very special episode of the Nerd Boys Podcast. Last week, there were 13 protesters who were arrested in Niagara Square, and we're going to talk about it. we got a few of them on hand right now to talk about their experiences and everything that went on that night, on that fateful night. So, we're going to talk about it, and, you know, with that being said, cue the intro. Welcome to the Nerd Boys Podcast. It's your boy Nerd Boy D here in Niagara Square. And with me right now, I said we had a very special episode. And I have the Niagara Square, well, most of Niagara Square 13 that was arrested last week during the last uh, week's festivities. So, why don't y'all uh, introduce yourselves? I'll start off first. I'm Kyle. I'm one of the lead safety guys in this movement. What's up? This is uh, Evan from the Western New York Liberation Collective, one of the 13 to get arrested. Um, Drew Carlson, one of the 13. Joseph Abrams, one of the 13 that got arrested, uh, also one of the peacekeepers around here. Kyle again. I was also one of the 13. (laughs) Hi, uh, this is Amay. I guess I'm one of the coordinators, one of the... 13. Whoop, whoop, fuck 12. <laughs> uh, my name's Marie. I'm one of the directors. Also one of the ones that got arrested. So, yeah, there you go. Wait, what? <laughs> Did I say it wrong? <laughs> Hello, my name is Abby. Um, I'm one of the directors and also one of the 13 that got arrested. Kyle's also a director. <laughs> I keep calling Kyle's a director. <laughs> I keep forgetting my rules here. I'm sorry. So. I keep forgetting my roles. Every one of us who were directors, like they knew. So pretty much they had a. Like they they pointed us out. It's like they, it's like they had y'all, like the FBI had people like on the poster board, the crowd, the kingpin. They went all the way to the back to get me. Wow. In the way, like on the other side. Watch yourself. All the way back here, they come from this way. They're like, "Are you going or staying?" I said, "I'm staying," and they're like, they just yoked me right up, just like the rest of them. Wow. I asked for a supervisor. And I got yoked up by like eight cops over there. The eight thing cops. is, like the cops arrested us. They had no idea why. Like we'd ask why we were there. But, they were yeah. so confused. The dudes I heard in the holding center, they only had thirteen handcuffs as well. Like they, don't, they didn't know what slacking. they were doing. They didn't know what the charges with. They, they just came over there to fuck with us and fuck some shit up. They didn't even tell me why I was getting arrested. Right. Like I don't even know. They just they grabbed they me. They handled Marie. They grabbed yes. me by my wrist, dragged yes, me did. out to the Brooks, and just cuffed yes, me. They did. I. I don't know. I told them that we were here protecting the supplies that the community has been donating to us because if we leave, then it's everything's going to be gone. And they're like, fuck you. They I'm like taking to, They like to pretend that they're here to protect the community, which they are not. They're treating us like we're animals, dragging us out by our wrists and our feet, tying us up like women. Like, aren't, women. Like, that like aren't holding back or anything, like fighting against like animals. Right. It's insane. How tying us to shit and throwing us into the fucking back of the truck? Mm-hmm. Or however long. Like, like, what the fuck? Sorry. They, they gaslight us so much, they, too. I'm, I'm over there calm as hell, asking him, like, do you see what we're doing? Do you I, represent I, what we're doing I, out here? And then when Abby's popping off at him, I was not they turn, they switch, the, they switch themselves. Like, right. we're working every day. There's more right. murders this week. And do your fucking job, asshole. I tell them every time. I tell them to go catch the heroin dealers killing my friends. And the one time I said that, literally one looked at me and said, my name, before I said my name, and said, do you know where the heroin dealers are? Yeah, just because I, I have a back... I'm three years clean. It's just because I have a background with dope and everything. Because no, yeah, they they're... You but, it's crazy. But also they knew uh, us all beforehand. Yeah. When they knew... Because they knew we were the some of the original group. Like, I get followed yeah, home we, with my fucking Uber yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like some Homeland like, Security. We, we, our, we picked up our stuff. We picked up our, our stuff from uh, District, uh, District 8. Is that what it's called? And uh, Abby, her one of her workers, picked our stuff up, 
pulled one of the workers over and said, why are you dropping right, stuff right. off over they there? We're picking through, up our shit. They d- demanded to know all of the inventory that was dropped off. And my worker was like, I don't know what's there. I don't know what I dropped off. All I know is, and they kept demanding and threatening to give tickets and all this other shit to arrest people for not knowing the inventory. And it's like, that, that wasn't their job. That wasn't no. in their work order. They're targeting us. Right. They're, they, they're pulling over people us. that are donating over here. If right. they stop at the at the corner over here, ticketing people. It's actually... They're over there harassing Evan's car, uh, trying to figure out to give him a ticket. There was yeah, two cop cars over his car yesterday. It's actually super creepy because I remember, like, being on the steps and, like, boarding home. And, like, I always had to, like... I always felt like I had to turn my back and, like, see because I felt like I was being followed home yeah like i felt unsafe going home and they were watching the other day sorry the other day when we were catching the the train to your house i was pointing out all the people that i've seen around keep denying yeah i went to the uh to the cabin yesterday for allegheny dude we noticed homeland security following us all the way down the 219 they followed us about halfway down allegheny that's like wild. Homeland Security, like why else would they be out there? Exactly. It was and we have and we have another one that joined us. Want to introduce yourself to the podcast? How you doing? I'm one. I'm one of the people of security, and I'm uh, I'm head of security actually. <laughs> so tall, I'm one of the thirteen that was arrested as well. One's a pretty tall dude too. And I've been here uh, since it popped off that Saturday. And I'm I'm not going nowhere until we get some actual change. Not going nowhere. So my question for y'all, what like what were y'all eventually charged with? Interesting, interesting. Resisting arrest. Resisting arrest. I got resisting arrest. Government and I, obstruction what? of government administration yeah. in the second. Yes. Which uh, means resisting of arrest in the second degree, which is arrested. a misdemeanor, and they have no other charges. So what charges were we actually like resisting? Um, some, some of us got, got three, three charges. charges. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us got one. Some of got three. Yes. Okay, so who has three? Pretty okay. much the majority of us got three. Yeah, about five, six of us. Yeah. There's like a one, two, three. It was literally five. half half. And like, it was crazy. When that was my first time day. ever being arrested. You were saying. manhandled. This you is, how tall crack. are you? I'm five, a four. Petite, no. five, four. A black a woman, dude, they mixed woman, she manhandled out of anyone else here, dragged by her book bag. Marie's a pretty petite woman, so she's not, which about. I'm like, I'm like 130. 130. So 130 pound woman. They literally handcuffed her backpack <laughs> yeah. to her wrist. Like while she was yeah. in the car, she so, had the weight of her backpack pulling down on her hand. And those handcuffs like her. Like it yeah. was like marks on everyone's wrist. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. Was, they don't even know why they're there. So why are they tre- treating us like one that? One of the protesters that we got arrested with actually added um, some sort of episode, some sort of panic attack. I don't know if it was oh, a panic yeah. attack, an asthma, asthma attack. attack. Because it was a it was a panic attack. Yeah, basically, um, they had to get an ambulance there, but we were still there for like a good hour before we even noticed the EMT walking into the building. No, they were not attentive for medical needs yes. whatsoever. No. No. So he was free when we were inside the van. He was freaking out too. Like he literally, we, he was the kicking windows. the windows of the van while we're all packing there like sardines. Honestly, yeah. because it's getting there hard to like breathe. Nine, like there nine no people. They had seat. the windows up. Doors closed. No AC. No AC. It was a hot van, and they kept us in there for a solid, like, for a while, honestly. And we were just, like, just breathing in. Hi, how you doing? But, like, we were just... In they van. had y'all in the van, and, and somebody else was in the van also having an asthma attack. Yeah, like yeah. he was like freaking out. Holy shit. Yeah. But, but me, myself, right? me myself, right? Me myself, I would. They... Yeah, say your name. Yeah, say your name. That's what she's saying. I know. Yeah, they Juan. don't know who's speaking. Okay, and Juan, this is me, Juan. They uh, personally refused to arrest me. They escorted me out of the circle and refused to arrest me. They didn't even search me, so I took all my stuff off and I threw it in the car and I told them, "If we're gonna arrest them, you have to arrest me as well." Okay, and they, 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 uh, I, I got it on live, and I threw all my stuff in the car, and I, and they radioed to the police chief Kent if it's allowed for them to arrest me, and she said, "Go ahead," and then she told me herself, "This could have been all avoided if you would have had your people take your stuff down." And I said, "Well, um, well, it's our job to give you a hard time." <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I, and then I got my own personal vehicle, and they drove me, and they kept me separated from everybody for forty-five minutes. All this, this is Kyle. All this would have been avoided if these dirty-ass cops were handled. You know, 
Right. They like, don't want to take responsibility for the cops who are fucked up, but yet they want to come towards peaceful protesters who haven't hurt nobody, killed nobody, damaged any property, haven't never, some of us haven't never even been arrested before, but they yeah. want to come at us like we're top tier criminals. Just because yeah. But they don't want to go, them. but they don't want to go ahead and check their own people who have killed people, There's who have damaged property, who are doing wrong things. They just want to let that shit go. We didn't, we didn't get no escort, no private fucking vehicle, none of that shit. Okay, we got packed into, some of us into vans, some of us into cars. We got dragged in there. They started uh, baiting us, calling us names, saying we ain't shit no, and all this no other stuff. There's no professional over no was in there. When no. we were there, there was a heavy set uh, woman that taunting um, oh, one of the 13, she actually, doesn't want to be named, yeah. we'll say I um, calling her names, like, how are you raised? Like, taunting her the whole yeah, time. You're trapped in a cell. She has you protest yes anger issues you're not attentive just to that these women that were handling us were not professional especially the heavy none of them were professional because these cops aren't professional they don't want to be professional they don't want to be held up to that standard they just want to be gangsters with fucking badges and and just real quick on the other hand we had a very different experience real quick officer rodriguez had everything on lock. He was keeping officers in check. Yes. He, he, officers were actually was, mad at him. They didn't bait us. Officers, uh, no. officers no. were mad at him because no, no, he yelled at no, a cop who brought a gun into jail. He no, brought a gun into where we all were. He said, Officer Rodriguez? Yeah, Officer Rodriguez. So shout out to Officer Rodriguez for actually being one of the... Wait, wait, wait. Before you say that, Officer Rodriguez told one of the other officers who was doing a mental check to beat one of our asses. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Straight up. Really? Take her yeah, out take to beat back. her ass. Oh, okay. That's oh, what he said. Oh, so y'all can talk about how great then. these officers are. Ain't none of them okay. were great. Gaslighters. All of them were I'm just saying they didn't gaslight. I'm just saying they didn't gaslight us okay. personally. So, they gaslight the women. They didn't yeah. gaslight us. Like, because honestly, we were quiet. We didn't say shit. Some of us didn't no, say I'm shit. I'm asking them questions. Okay, you were asking questions. Why are you not doing You know. Sorry. Some of us did ask questions, but some of us were quiet, and then they still tried to bait us into an argument to get upset. Sorry, that's okay. So this is that's that's a good idea. You know what's funny is that I think now, like thinking about this, is that they they took away the main members of what we're doing here. They arrested all of us, right? Like we were pointed out, and they dragged us. They they like they they felt like some type of control. Of just taking us away so that we didn't, we weren't here. Thinking, I feel like they thought that we, like it would almost become a scare tactic so that right. we wouldn't come back because only one of the police officers showed up for that unity, unless it was canceled. They didn't want to come back. They didn't want to come back and see us because we're still out here. We're still out here. Okay, um. But it's funny how they locked us up an hour before the bill passed about giving us yes. tickets, appearance tickets, all right? Yes. But when we got out, we got coffee. And well, this is Juan. We got coffee and we came back. Me, personally, walked around for an hour cleaning up trash that they left behind when they took all our stuff. There's more right. trash than what we Okay, did. and then you know what we, then what we ended up doing? We organized a rally, right? Mm-hmm. And then organized in a march to Mayor Brown's house. Yeah. Because you know what? He attacked us personally. So we just want to ask questions, why? Right. But you know what? You arrested your own nephew. I had my ID. On, on the commissioner's meeting, ID. they said that we were arrested because we didn't have our IDs. Sorry. Nobody I had asked ID. us for IDs. No one asked Nobody us. asked us for IDs whatsoever. Yeah, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I literally watched a city council meeting the next day where they talked about our situation specifically. And they, the cops lie like they're fucking breathing air. They literally said that they had us wa- locked up and out of there in one hour. No, and anyone who's six. ever been in the fucking system knows six. you do not process something, someone through that in a fucking hour. That's ridiculous. It, it, it took I was one of the last people to get out of there. And I didn't get out of there till like, what was it, like 6 in the morning? 7, seven, seven in the morning. I got out at 7.30. This is that, literally it's like 6 hours. I got out at 7.36 in the morning. Some of the people that had record, this is Drew, like Drew, Evan, and Juan, we all have a background, so it took us a lot longer to get processed and everything because we were through the lieutenant shift change, and the lieutenant that had came in for the shift change, they literally told us this, that he was looking thoroughly through our background, looking for bullshit on us, and it took us way longer than everybody, like a lot of people got out by like, what, 5.30? Something like that, like a lot of people. I was one of the people. This is Kyle. Me and Maria were actually the first ones out. 
I actually had a talk to Officer Rowe. Maria was the only, or Marie was the only one that I was, I don't know why I keep saying that. Marie was the only one that I was, like, worried about. I was, like, I don't know. You saw it. I was, I don't know. I thought I was screwed. Yeah. I, I basically requested that, like, if I was, I'm being let out, I, I want to be let out with yeah. her. And then now, my question to y'all is, were they, like, in regular like they regular uniform no, when they come to SWAT gear. Their names were covered and their badge numbers were covered. They were names and badge numbers. Names and badge numbers were both covered. They were in gray uniforms. They were peace officers. Mm-hmm. There was cops telling us that 58 was passed. Remember that? And it wasn't correct no, it uniform either. They no. didn't have it tucked or with their name tags. It was just all 58. Names are covered with their right, badges right, and then they right, had a little tiny band around their badges that covered their badge numbers. The only one wow. whose name was exposed was Rodriguez. Rodriguez. So all the but people that were in the holding cell. You know, they feel like because he is a person of color, he's a black man, a mixed man, that he's going to calm us down. Or something. No, you're still in, you're still out here doing like exactly, like you're not our friend. You're not out here with us. Even on your time off. It was the one lady, the, the one lieutenant, I don't know who the, who the fuck her name was. She told me the only reason she said, I am tired of this, cuffed her. So I had to go to jail because she was tired. She was working on a motion. You shouldn't be a cop if you're then you, yeah, If you can't handle it, then then resign. Go, quit. Fuck. Don't just go ahead and arrest people for no reason. I know some people had different experiences. Rodriguez, that one lieutenant, I. Those she's people. Too. She is. Yes. She's a captain. She's a captain. She's a captain. Yeah. Captain, she's she's a captain. Yeah. Well, that person needs to resign. Yes. She does not uphold. Henry needs to resign. She does not uphold the proper professional standards that needs to be in place and implemented on a stressful level during a time of arrest. During her actual fuck stuff, so she should be trained for. She's not trained. If she's not trained, she right? Not be that. The thing is with police reform, historic. Thank you. Historically. Cops, uh, there has been reform, there has been education. Cops have not, nothing's changed when they were re-educated, like years no. ago. So yeah. that's, that, that's, not, that's not an idea. We're not here to educate them. We need to make sure that they have a great background, bachelors, whatever, uh, military, even that. But um, that's why we yeah, want to defund a- them and make sure that we are here uh, using what the community has to offer. That's another the thing. The cops are not a resource. That's another thing. How come in the military you can't actually fire your weapon at someone until you're fired upon and somebody's hit. But in the cities, the in the states, with our cops, they can fire when they feel threatened, right. whenever they of, feel like it. Think of somebody if, like Michael Brown, if, if, 18-year-old kid running away, yes. got shot in his back. Yes, because yep. <laughs> you're threatened. But in the military, where we go overseas into different countries and people speak different languages, yes, uh, we can't fire our weapons until... It's a, Until they call it an SOP, a standard operating too, procedure. Oh, trust me, I'm in. I've been in for almost. I've been in almost nine years, so trust me, I know the ins out. Yes. No, those, they are fucking corrupt. Oh yeah, trust yeah. me, I, I know. I'm. I'm in the army, and I'm in the army reserve, so I've been in yeah. nine years almost, and yes. I've seen some yes, corrupt shit. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. And and speaking on this, this is Joey again. Um, speaking on that, there's throughout the country, there's they've. The police have violated 24 acts of the Geneva Convention. First of all, our, our Miranda rights weren't even read to they us. Don't no. have, they don't have they to read it. They don't have to, no, they they don't have to read you. It. They do not have to read you your Miranda okay. rights until you're in jail. It's been passed well, four we years. We were in jail. We were in jail. No, 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 no. I know, just wait. That's not jail. That was not jail. That is not jail. We that's a detainment center. center. That's a de- yeah, sure, that's okay. not the holding center. That we is the detainment center. center. We were under the court that's house. considered detainment. It's absolutely horseshit okay, because you felt arrested, right? In the holding center. And you felt, I know what a holding center is. But that's like. not the holding center. That's below the court system. That wasn't the holding That's below right. the courts. That's not the holding center. Apparently right, so, it's a detainment center, which you felt arrested, right? Yeah. So the question yeah. so the question at hand is I know it's a few of you said you were brought up on multiple charges. So what were your charges besides I know resisting arrest was one. Obstruction of governmental property. Yeah. Well, government I, the administration. Yeah, government yeah. Remember. It was to me it was all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, because uh like I've actually Googled Niagara Square and it shows on Google that this is a twenty four hour yep. Brooke public actually park. has her tickets uh or uh, court dates and all that she's giving. Thirteenth, fourteenth and fifteenth, yeah. uh, or twelfth, thirteenth and fourteenth yeah. of August. And we're but, all gonna be there. 
we're all going to be there every day that every one of us has a court date. We're all we're all going to be here. It's a quick walk from the square. Whoever's listening right now, show up to the court. And make as much, much noise yep. as you can. Twelve through the sixteenth of August. As much noise as you can muster. Just, just bring it, everybody. Make as much. So noise. once this podcast is, you know, once I edit it, record it, like, and put it out, what's some dates again? The thirteenth, the fourteenth, the twelfth, twelfth to the fourteenth, twelfth to the fourteenth of August is when everybody has their court dates. Uh, but uh, one question I do have also, uh, I know I heard something where. Like your donations and everything that were taken, they were giving you all the runaround. Yeah. Slashed tires, broke boards, uh, split uh, mattresses. Stole bikes. They stole bikes because Ben's bike is not in the no. property at all. They also it's are holding people's gone. cell phones and properties. Every time at headquarters, they keep telling us it's not there. Someone traced their phone in that building. It's there. They just keep telling her it's not. They wow. literally have yep. $230 of mine, my ID, my wallet, yep. all my clothes from my house, my backpack, everything that was in that backpack, my toothbrush, my toothpaste, my deodorant. You got almost all my personal shit. Almost all of it. They have all my money. They're just all like, of it. It's just like a mm. ring around. They're like, go to District B. No, go yeah. to like, go to the um, headquarters. And it's just like, either one, it's not there. Wow. It's just a run around. So pretty much is They saw our shit. Yeah. Between wallets, IDs, cell phones, money, and hygiene products, they they just they, they put y'all through some shit. We, yeah, we also did a find your iPhone thing. She did, um, and it shows that it's literally in the headquarters. Like her phone is in the headquarters. It's right there. So we got Christine. You want to talk about what happened that night? Uh, I just know that my phone is gone and it's in the cops building. But you're already talking to the right people. I just came over here to say goodbye. Oh. I just came over here to say goodbye. I mean, you could partake in this. No, I'm, I gotta go. I gotta drive Alex home, and I, I'm gonna go. But so, I love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow. Happy Christmas! Uh, happy late birthday. Keep on celebrating. Oh yeah, we will. All right. Um, stay safe. See you guys tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, so we are still here. We're doing the podcast still. You guys kick ass. Yeah, I'll be here. We uh, her from Christina. She has her cell phone. Her cell phone is actually still in police headquarters right now. Six cell phones. Five or six, yes. Six cell phones. Wow. So they have been traced back to the. Yeah, there's literally screenshots and everything. There's screenshots of the Find Your iPhone app that she like took a picture of, and it's literally it's right there. It's so, in that building. So, the resolution, and, and this is just me personally. This is just me personally. Uh, y'all charges should be dropped. Yes, they will be. Because they they didn't really they didn't really have no reason to actually come at y'all the way they came at y'all. Well, I mean, right when we were getting arrested, we actually we. We had the city ordinances for the actually Buffalo Police Department, and it said in the ordinances they cannot touch us, they cannot arrest us, or anything like that. If yeah. we're, we, we were we're exercising that. our First we were Amendment right, that at the yeah, we literally read that to the police, and they didn't care at all. Like I literally asked for a supervisor, yeah. and it, like I know when a cop is like trying to get you to come in and come get closer. So when he said what, I already knew I was kind of screwed, you know. So. I literally was like, I need a supervisor, and he snapped. All these people watched it. Every yeah. single one of them yeah. watched it happen. I got arrested right all after you did. Literally. Right after you Every single one of them watched it. It was all on live. It's on live. It's on everything. Yeah. It's insane. Like, they totally violated the crap out of us. They violated every single, all 13 of us. Wow. It's insane. We were literally on our hands and knees, like hands in the yeah, air, they, on our knees, while they isolated each one of us. The other and 12 were us all on, on their knees, dude. Like, it's, they were in a, literally, like a... The chant, the chant that I started was three words. First Amendment rights. First Amendment mm-hmm. rights. First Amendment First rights. Amendment rights. We were they were chant, submissive. The news was there. Even after we all got arrested, I was watching the news, uh, the news live stream. They were starting shit with uh, whatever channel was fucking there at the time. Can we talk about how much of a setup that definitely was? Because the news yeah. showed up. Showed ten up. minutes. The ten news. minutes before yes. they arrested us, the news showed up. Just chilled until they happened. But I also heard that Channel 7, one of the reporters' uh, husband is a cop. Okay, well, so fuck So I heard him. about that. Like, I understand that, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's where the setup comes in. Whoever, like, whoever that is, fuck you. Wow. It's... 
There's so, a lot going on, dude. Like, so when y'all saw the news cameras, did y'all like? Did y'all think anything of it? No, we we, we call the media check and everything like we usually do. Media check is basically just if you don't want to be on the news, put a mask on. Okay. You know? So we okay. knew they were here. We even watched them actually down this street. I actually warned every single person here that there were ten cop cars that drove past this way, and then the captains and everybody came up here and they were talking about arresting us. This and is Kyle and Drew, by the it's, way. It's unreal how literally the other 12 were submissive. I wasn't kneeling with the other ones, but like I, I was the one asking for a supervisor. But the other 12 literally were submissive. They kneeled down and were ready to get arrested and got arrested. That's ridiculous. Actually, I would. I actually had. Okay, I want. I want a documentation. I didn't fucking kneel down because I didn't do shit wrong, and I was not right. ready to be arrested because I didn't do shit that. wrong. So, the other so I'm not I was fucking kneeling for shit, nothing. So, so, I just want to make sure that so I was just 11. sitting the other down. Eleven. Real quick, I want to explain how targeted these arrests were. I had specific protesters surrounding me because I couldn't. They told me I could not be here because of the role that I play in this in this movement. And when I went to go leave, we were literally surrounded by every yeah, every I got, branch of the Buffalo Department. And so when no, the, when I had these specific protesters surround me, I was the only one on my knees. And one specifically came up, tapped me on the shoulder, and was like, you, he's like, let's go. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving. He was like, come on, man. And his exact words were, don't make it hard. I'm like, I'm choosing the hard way. He yoked me up by the back of my shirt and dragged me the fuck out. And as soon as I got off the stairs, I had three other, not not three, probably like two other officers come up to me, grab the back of my arm like this, and demand that I stop resisting. I'm like, I'm sitting there holding up the peace signs while y'all are handcuffing me. Like, there's no way in hell I'm resisting. Y'all already got me. Like, uh, and I then, heard reports too that y'all were surrounded, right? Yes, uh, dude. I well, asked a question. Not just Buffalo Police. All imagine, around this, imagine those Buffalo. sheriffs, everything. Imagine those sheriffs, CPD, Hamburg, Tonawanda, Amherst. Yes, dude. Literally like, all people of them. out of their jurisdiction were here to back up. Imagine, it's insane. imagine everybody who was in the ERT that resigned back, but a normal uniform. Just, yeah, but in different departments. Yeah. Right. Wow. Actually, I heard that. Um, fuck. Somebody made this a good point. What? That um, not only are they, because they're not on the response team, they're allowed to like handle situations like that accordingly because they are peace officers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones so, that are gray? So yeah, pretty much yeah. what you're saying is that because they're considered peace officers, they can kind of up the ante a little bit to handle situations. Yes, without the riot gear. Yeah, they definitely yeah. came in force. Like yeah. Abby, I, Abby's got something to say after other It was just, it was just like wildly unnecessary. You could tell that like it was more of a like a military operation almost. The way they surrounded and like, like they told us that we had a chance to leave, but there were people that tried to leave that even like, and it was not possible. It was that that was a fallacy that they even considered it. Like possible to leave that situation. They had us completely surrounded. They were picking and choosing. Flexing is allowed to leave. Yeah, it was just a flex, a complete show of force, and that's what we're against: militarized uh, police officers. That's not. That's not what policing is. That's Hamburg, Tonawanda. Yeah, all those different uh, jurisdictions coming in in, into the city of Buffalo. Like that's not right. Like that. That's. That's not what should be going on in, in our city. Homeland Security. Like, yeah. I don't understand why Homeland Security. Homeland Security, yeah, Homeland Security was There's one thing I want to say. Over. Before you guys go, in. go ahead, Abby. Okay. Police like to say they bring all of that back up because they're afraid. You know, they've been through situations where they develop PTSD, which is why the fuck they act the way they act. They did not consider the, the fact that the way they act in our community, it didn't already develop PTSD with us. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. We're standing up there with what? 50 fucking cops, them surrounding yeah. us. Like yeah. it's like people are up here, are t- terrorists and, and SWAT people or whatever. Like this is a military operation where we're just regular ci- citizens. Nobody did you ever, did they ever consider like the fact before. that some of us have Those dealt guys. with shit before? Where seeing that will put them in a frozen situation where they would not fucking move. Did you see how used to getting arrested I was? Like no, 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 I no, no. Be used beyond to getting beyond that, getting used to being arrested, be shit. They don't consider the fact how we will react to yeah. that. They don't consider how the 
community sees them when they come in with that type of force. They just go ahead and they think about themselves, but they're supposed to be protecting the community and considering the community and being peacekeepers. But who are they? Who are they protecting? Themselves. They come in with that type of force to protect themselves. Like, like was even said, they came in like military people. Straight up, and it did you notice? Not it like we double, were citizens. It was double the amount of was, protesters compared to the cops. Yes, they knew what yes, they were doing. Yes, like, yes. They knew what they were doing. I was um this yeah Kyle. I, when we were locked up, uh, the one African American guard that I was talking to, I was I was basically like, I, I called him, I called all of them Nazis, and um, he's like, I'm not a Nazi. I'm like, well, the Nazis followed orders. He's like, yeah, but I got kids to feed. I'm like, well, so did Nazis. So, yeah, I'm like, so did Nazis, and he's like, save it for somebody who, who's. I don't know, he said save it for someone else. I'm like, so basically, you're telling me save it for somebody who's actually willing to listen. Yeah, you know, I mean the way they go about things is so, the one cop that was posted up right here. He had, he would basically practically begged us to not record him because he wa- yeah because yeah, he wanted to give his view on like all of this. But then did you notice that literally like two days later he was one of the four dudes that came up here telling us to take our shit down? Yeah. So honestly, honestly, I'm li- like all I'm trying to say is that even the cops that were talking to us in jail, like, you can't even, like, if you don't realize that they were baiting the fuck out of us and just trying to get information out of us, they were trying to act so cool. They were trying to act so cool with us in jail. Hashtag Carol's Law. If, if you're a cop, do not be afraid. We're all putting yeah, so, people at risk. I don't want to hear shit about you having a family I'm, to feed because... I want to speak on that. Because yeah. I have a family to feed. We all have families yeah. to feed. We're all making sacrifices to be here. If you live in the city and you're a POC, person of color, there is no reason why you should not be in this square. So I'm going uh, I'm to a, I'm a speak on that right quick. Because mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, though, because with Cario's Law, it will, protect, law it will protect officers that would speak out against Stop police brutality because at the end of the day, I've heard that my mom's name is used as like pretty much like an intimidation tactic in the police academy. So you got these young kids that's coming out the police academy on probation for 18 months. Now you're making 50 grand plus a year. And you know, even my mom, and I respected this cop, he's no longer with us, rest in peace, but my mom asked him pretty much why he didn't step up and you know say exactly like, you know, defender. And he told her like, Cario, I have kid, I have a family. And it's just like, you know, it's like being stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Right. Because you want to do the right thing, but you don't want to lose everything behind it. And my mom lost everything. She lost houses, cars. Yeah. Like, my mom was in a homeless shelter this time last year. Like, she was actually staying with me this time last year. Yeah. Homeless shelters, all that. Like, when you told me who you were, I honestly, like, should have bricked. This podcast is exactly what, what we, we needed. needed. Oh, yeah. You know? It- yeah, I mean, the whole, like, Cariel's Law goes into the uh, the officer that we were talking about, he, that Kyle was talking about earlier. Um, the one that was basically begging us not to record him, he was showing his pictures and stuff. His mom was in hospice, his dad's got cancer and stuff, and he was like, I can't just up and quit my job, you know? But he was making it a point that he didn't, he was making it a point that he didn't want to arrest anybody, but he has to do what he has to do, and that that's where our whole, like, disagreement came with. Yeah. It was like, you do not actually have to do what you have to do. Like, step up. That's yeah. all we're asking for is to step up, and that's it. Yeah, yo, step yo. up and, like, stick up for the people that are actually trying to do the shit that's right. right. And, I, and I agree with that. That's why we need to definitely get Carol's Law in place, because exactly. officers are scared. They look at what happened with her, and they're scared. Yeah. They're scared to lose everything. Like, when you go from, and trust me, I went from high middle class to low poverty with a stop of a finger. So it was just like all because my mom decided to save somebody's life, which she, you know, everything started to come together full circle now. But with some of these other officers, they're afraid of that. They're afraid of losing that. And it's like, I can't say that I blame them. Because even if you talk to my mom, she's, she just said the same thing. She can't blame them for thinking like that. All because, I got to say for the officers you know, that are scared to step up, if we, if us as citizens are stepping up and putting our own lives and family and oh, yeah. our, even our future oh, at my risk. My family doesn't even talk to me anymore. Yeah. Same. My whole family is against me on this. I'm Native American and my whole family is against me on this. I haven't been hoping in weeks because that's all I hear about is like, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. Well, I'm doing this so my kids don't have to do this. Right. Yeah. You know, so my grandkids don't have to do this. If you're a cop and you're scared to step up, 
make the same risk we are. We are citizens taking ten times more risk. You are. Yeah, we are. I, I had. There's been so many safety situations. There's been so many safety situations here where a cop, yeah, cops have been watching like violence happen that we take care of ourselves because because they refuse to come and help us. Honestly, that's the craziest thing. It's like as we're building a little our own little society within this circle. Like I've watched, like I've watched our community de-escalate situations a lot better than cops have ever or would ever handle. Like cops watch us de-escalate shit. It's unreal. Exactly. Like there's no violence. There's no like there's no like physical fighting or anything. Like everyone winds up being okay. But we're still able to de-escalate situations a lot better than cops. And the fact that we don't even have the like proper Over training on it, like that yeah. shows. That right there shows a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I done been here pretty much since the beginning, and I done seen y'all turn into from a uh, liquid shit to a solid shit. <laughs> you went from an Uno playing group of degenerates sitting on City Hall arguing to a legit community. Yeah. Literally. Like, from Look. literally just arguing with each other, playing Uno, and do and like, not even having an organized anything. Who didn't know each coming, other. Didn't I met almost everybody, except for Kyle. I've known Kyle for forever. But everybody and else, me and we Kyle, know each other. Dude, me and Kyle have... We've left friends. We've left everything. We don't even skate anymore. Oh my god! We don't do anything. We do this. Bro, this is what me and Kyle. I, I, went, I went to Evans. I, I went to Evans' know. house the other day and noticed he had a keyboard in there. I'm like, bro, I completely forgot. I knew how to play piano. <laughs> it's unreal. Like, like this is a straight up lifestyle that we're living. We are building our own. Like we are building a community from the inside out. Literally by starting in this circle. We are going to spread out, and it's going to. There's, we're going to have challenges, and we're going to have to learn the hard way. But we're gonna learn the hard way in the proper way. Rubber bullets, pepper spray, tear gas, rain, snow, snow. And the one thing that needs to be done, we are not going anywhere. We're still out here. We're still out here. And the one thing that's impressive about this group is that the majority of them standing around me right now is in their like early to mid twenties. I'm only twenty-two years old, man. I'm twenty-six. I'm twenty-three. I'm twenty-seven. We're not even nobody in this group that like has gotten arrested out of that 13 is 30. They're not even 30 years old. Wow. It's, yeah. So out of the 13? Yeah. Out of all 13. Not all 13. I think at least, even I think at least one. one. I think one. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. We are literally the future. Exactly. So, you know, we are like. the future fighting for the future. Yes. Because we're not going to be around to see it. So we know. Build that platform for our future. And we're going to fucking And when my kids and grandkids hear this podcast, just know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome because the consciousness revolution is here and we ain't stopping until we take back this entire really, world, our entire city. I, I really, we are here for the new normal. We are here for the people. I really hope that like textbooks and stuff aren't like just texts and that they have like podcasts on the pages and shit in the future. Because shit like this needs to be heard. Like stuff like this needs to be heard in schools. Like seriously, because like... Out of the people that are going to hear this, it's only going to be the people that care. And the people that don't care are not going to want to hear this. They're going to be like, false news. Those people didn't get arrested. Like, or they got arrested for being scumbags and stuff like that. Like, my whole family is nothing but Trump supporters, dude. I don't talk to none of my family. Y'all are my family right now, dude. Why do you think I'm here every day, bro? Speaking on that, I literally would die for each one of these people. And even, like, like the, the core group of the people who actually have been... Like, that doesn't matter being here since day one, really. But, like, we have formed such a bond with each other. Like, I would literally die for these people. And I, like, have shared so much with them, good and bad, that, like, we were going to, no matter what, like, even if this all, like, it's not going anywhere. But even if it did, we would love. We're family, dude. You don't see the resemblance between all of us? (laughs) We literally would. 
together though. Family for life. Family for fucking life. Like I live about six hours away, so like I can't see my family on a daily basis. But um, because I'm constantly here and because I'm so like focused on what we're doing here together, like. I haven't been able to speak to my family that much. Like, I've just had, like, a sister-in-law pass away. I feel really bad because I haven't been really involved in my family because I put this as a number one priority to me. I put this in front of everything Everything. because it's not just... It's not just about now. It's about the future. It's about the change that we're going to make. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We need to confidence. There's nothing... Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. This podcast is uh, being (laughs) subliminally sponsored by Corona. (laughs) Not the virus. <laughs> Not the virus. Not the virus, but Corona Extra. The, so, the fact of the matter is, uh, with with the uh, police saying that they can just like, there's also been a recent thing passed that like apparently they can hold protesters indefinitely, and that is like just what is that? That like the fact of the matter, these cops are out there projecting their paycheck. And those yeah, that say that they're too afraid to like Dude, lose their job, we have yeah, we, we have all, all lost our jobs. I got fired from two jobs. We have all lost and made sacrifices really? that. So like that excuse to me is time. like I don't want to even hear it. I know. used to get a job because, because I'm, of this. We need to like this is way bigger. We're gone. We're, this is how much we believe in it. Is that we're all willing to just quit our job, drop everything else because we understand how important this is to us and to society and to the future to all just drop everything just like that before we were all probably doing dumb other shit just sitting on our couches doing nothing with our lives exactly and we all decided to drop what we were doing drop whatever what we thought was important because this is this is important this here today is important it's 2020 it's 2020. Change needs to happen. Yeah. We don't want to be back out here in 2030. Like we don't. This happens every fucking 10 years. There's a revolution every 10 years, and we want to make sure our fucking kids don't have to be out here in 2030 doing exactly what we're doing now. I don't want to have kids until all this shit's over with. Like deadass, I don't even want to have a a kid until all this is done. It's not responsible at all. It's not even safe. Like if I have a if I have a if I have a kid if I have a son that's light skin like how am i gonna expect him to go to the store safely without getting shot up that's fucked up i don't want to feel like i don't want to be a mother to fear for their son in a way of being like you can't go outside i'm sorry like walking down the street anybody a parent out here no but i don't want to i don't want my kids to feel that i have three and uh my two my two oldest is 12 and 13 one has three. Yeah, and I got a 12 year old, a 13 year old, and I got a nine year old. And my 13 year old is a, is a boy. He remember Tremere Rice, 12 years old, shot dead by police. So, you know, the fact that my son's at that age where I got to worry about him now is just like, you know, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. That's not that's a why I'm so proud of you. Oh, you, you, and you, everybody that's been out here protesting, you know. Like I said, y'all, y'all done came a long way since y'all first started, it's, and I'm proud of y'all. It's Thank crazy because if you look at all the backgrounds from all of us and all the, like, the diversity and everything, and like, and the reasons why we're out here, too. The, yeah, the reasons why we're out here, the personal reasons. Like, I'm out here because, like, dude, I'm I'm in here to take down the drugs, dude. I'm in here to take down the drug cartel and shit, dude. Like, in the low pot, yeah, in the poverty... No, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. My dad died from that stuff, dude. A lot of my friends, including Kyle's friends, have died from all of this stuff. And that's why I tell them, go catch the heroin dealers that are killing my friends. So I tell them that. That's why I tell them that. Because go do your job, dude. Go catch the scumbags killing people. Instead of yoking up people that are trying to just, like, fight for human rights. When in reality, if it was if it was for any other cause, you would not be giving us any grief. I bet you exactly. see anything about dope or anything like that. You have a background. They're gonna like bring it all out on you and say, "Yo, you know where to get it." Yeah, right. I bet if we were fighting for Blue Lives Matter, cops would throw the badges in. Even though the Blue Lives Matter flag is a desecration of the flag, it is. yeah, it yeah. is. It's against the Constitution. It's totally against the Constitution. Like, doesn't Constitution. Even make sense. Yeah. It doesn't even like the whole it's ideals. A color, not a person. Be, it's not even like, dude, 
the whole blue lives it's a profession dude that's not a wait you don't wake up every day being a cop you wake up going to be a cop and you get to go home you don't wake up black and go I don't want to be black today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get to just take, like, black come on. Today. It's <laughs> stupid. There's no blue lives. That's literally, that's your job, bro. Yeah. There's, There's no, no customizing. Yeah, you don't halfway through the day go, I'm clocking out. Yeah. A friend like, of mine dude. is a cop, right? And he's a cop down south. He said the training academy he went through was probably one of the most racist experiences he ever right. had. Through the training academy. And on top of that, and on top of that, once you graduate, they tell you, you're no longer black, you're no longer white, you are now blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah right there is separation. Cop, right there is separation. No. Because why can't, why can't we live in a society where we can trust them and we, they can trust us? Exactly. Like, why can't, why can't we have that respect level? Aren't they it's like, to trust us? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like they are, they're like, it's like they want us to respect them, but they have absolutely no respect for us. None. How are we supposed to respect people that have no respect for us? It's complete exactly. hypocrisy. Exactly. It's like, golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Exactly. And it's like, you know, as we when we're kids, you know, That's we're the first thing I our friends. Like, you know, policemen, oh, firefighters, you know, we're all excited, but then it's just like, as you get older, you see the bullshit with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like, this is the reality that we got to face once we get older. So I'm, grow I'm proud of y'all heroes and they coming together trying to change that. that you have to fear. Yeah. There's a lot of listening it's, it's involved in this shit, too. There's a lot of listening. That's the biggest thing, dude. It's like people got to step back and, like, yeah, they got to understand where people come from and they got to listen. And they don't. You gotta step back and listen. Like, dude, everybody here, I don't say shit. Ever. I'm always in the background, dude, because I don't have a lot of room to say shit. I don't. I really don't. As a white dude, like, I have room to say stuff, but in most certain circumstances, dude, I don't. You know what I mean? Because I don't have an understanding of what the fuck I listen. I do, because I want to know how fuck that feels. I want to know. Like, I won't. It's. Pisses me the fuck off, dude, honestly. Excuse my language, but it does. It pisses me the fuck off. That's the craziest thing. It does, dude. And that's the craziest thing is that, like, he's a white dude and he's, like, supporting it, but they hate seeing it. They they don't want that. They They don't want the support. Dude, they literally hate me. They hate me, dude. They win by us being divided. Like, that's that's a basic strategy. That's why I got this joke. Uh, I don't call this the United States of America. I call it the divided States of America. Yeah, because that's what they try to do. The two-party system. Fuck the two-party system. Honestly, what happened to the United States? Take that shit down too. Fuck the two-party system. It's an illusion of choices. I've mean, heard so many people, so many fake woke people, call black people coons for protesting with the white people yeah. for Black Lives Matter. And it's just like, y'all hide behind a phone where y'all post stats on Facebook, mm. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And it's just like, y'all don't have your asses down here supporting the movement. Talk, yeah. Talking to people. What happened and to the bottom line people? is, like, being more separated like that keeps us in a place of weakness. When really, we have the numbers of people yeah. in our community that just want to be... I mean, I live right up on Allentown. Like, I li- every day I walk out of my door and I see the bullshit in Buffalo. Every fucking day. Every fucking day. People getting fucked with up and down the street. And, like... As me, as a white guy, sitting there and being, like, watching my friends get, like, busted up by the cops, like, no way I'm going to sit there and, like, watch that. Like, these are my friends out here that, like, I am hanging out with every day. These are the people I choose to be around, choose to be in a diverse community like Allentown because that's where I feel the most comfortable. Like, I want to be around everybody, you know? And it's just... And to, to, like, buy into that separation is just buying into the exact propaganda that they want from us because we are stronger together. That's just a fact. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why we're still out here. Real quick, real quick. Buffalo got Buffalo PD got granted what twenty mil? Thirty percent of one hundred and forty-three million dollars. So I believe that's either four point two or forty-two million dollars. Okay. I, I can't do the math right now. So all so Buffalo it's, Police it's, Department. It's out of 143, the Buffalo has a $143 million budget, and so the police department took 30% of it, so it's either 4.2 or 42. I can't do the math in my okay. head right now, so it's one of the two. But do you, you want to know, you know how much money it would take to give every homeless person in Buffalo their own house? No more than 10 mil. It should not be, like... 
No, it's it's like even, a lot more even, than a million, but even ten. Well, yeah, I said ten. Okay. Even even these ten mil. Statistics are a little off. Even, yeah, mm-hmm. these aren't like actual statistics. Like, so. Yours is. Right. But even ten mm-hmm. mil, like that should be way more than enough to house every person who's sleeping on the streets, or like even put air conditioners in schools. I went to West Seneca Central Schools. We had no AC in that in that school. That's the facts. I mean, yeah, like, like honestly, the part of like defunding the police, if you think about it, like it's it that relieves money for suffering education in the city. Like, it, it diverts money into all these useful community things that is now going to like the fucking cops have a sound cannon. Like, who the fuck has a sound cannon? Like, what the fuck? This is what fucked me up one day. I got pulled over because they have shit in their police cars now. Where well, they can read if your inspection stickers and oh, oh, they just scan you driving by they, the street. They don't. You know, if you got an expired inspection laser. sticker, it's a laser. Yeah, it's like yeah, one of the. Uh, the and who? They use the am I the only person that went to a Buffalo Public School here? Like, oh uh, yeah. What school did you go to? Like high school. School forty-five. What about high school? Oh, I only went school. Okay, so I went to Burger High School. So that's another thing. Like with some of these suburban schools versus Buffalo Public. Yeah. Buffalo Public, you know, you had Bennett High, which was like, uh, they had a law program, Hush Tech Engineering, uh, Burger was Aviation and Auto. And it's just like some of these, uh, they taught trades. Mm. And you don't have this in a lot of these schools anymore because, you know, they want to keep a simple curriculum. Right, right. So it's just like, where, why not bring these? Yeah, like, very falsified. Like the whole slave, the whole entire slave chapter, mind you, was like literally a chapter. In the textbooks. Nobody knows anything about anything. Like, it's insane. It blows my fucking mind when I bring stuff up and they're like, oh, I didn't learn that in high school. It's like, no shit. Do some reading, bro. Read a book. Fucking shit. No shit. Fuck. Christopher Columbus has a fucking statue and this was a land. Uh, My brother over here is Native American and... That takes away from the people who were actually here when he first fucking came here. Yeah. yeah. The fact of so the matter is keeping people uneducated is the first step in oppression. Yeah. In any society you look at at all, like, that is the first step. Keep people ignorant. Keep people with the wool pulled over their eyes. Because as soon as they see the she light pulled. and, like, get educated, they'd be down here. They'd exactly. be down here and they'd be fucking exactly. not dealing with this bullshit. It's the anymore. education. Fucking sheeple. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term, sheeple. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, we are definitely, we definitely got a lot done, and it's uh within this fifty almost hour that we've been on. Keep pushing. Right. It doesn't feel like that. Gotta keep pushing. Gotta keep pushing. Like yeah, keep shit's gonna back. get rough. Shit's gonna get ugly. It's gonna be hard. But guess what? We're gonna go through it because that's how change happens. That's how success happens. We are gonna fail, and in order to see success, in order to see any change, we're gonna have to go through some shit. And I'm really happy to go through all of this with the people that I that I I met. Like I'm so happy. I have on my table. The one day when I locked myself in city hall. Yeah. The flip side to that is. We have to shake up the people who are complicit and comfortable, the people who are making money, the people who are in good positions in the life. Mayor. Who do not, the people who do not. The people who, the people who are in a comfortable setting, a position, who feel like anyone else is suffering, anything, any injustices that are going on in the world, it doesn't matter to them. It's not in their world. It's not in their region. They don't have to pay attention to it. Those are the people we have to reach because those are the very large numbers of society in America. The people who don't recognize or care about other people's issues because they've got a car, they've got a nice apartment in Allentown, or they got a nice apartment in North Buffalo, or they've got a black friend who is successful, so all these other black people are just lazy. These are the people we have to make understand that life is just not fair. Not it, It's just not fair. And yes, you can pull your bootstraps, but what if you just don't have no bootstraps? When I was first getting sober in NA, they used to say this thing called keep coming back. Kyle knows what I'm talking about because it was like a struggle to keep coming back to NA. How many days have you been here? Oh, keep coming back. back. Exactly. Like, just keep coming back down here. Like, dude, I took a mental day off yesterday. It was my first mental day off and like, ask them, I don't know. Two weeks. Fucking... While and we need that, and I like, needed it, dude. Not, yeah, what you, you know, out here is like 
It's taxing, not easy. man. It's taxing. Yeah, yeah, we actually have to basically enforce got, the mental yeah. days off. We I do have to. We actually, no, you're that, right. That is one of the things we're Nazi-ish about. Yeah, and we, because off. we don't yeah. want to take the mental days, so we have to, like, tell people, like, go the fuck home. You know what I mean? Like, not in a, not in a bad way. Like, you well, need sleep type of thing. You know what I mean? Once you're down here, it gets addicting to, like, be it does. part of it. You get anxiety. It's like an adrenaline rush. It's not. It's anxiety. You get anxiety. When I go home, I can't sleep. I cannot sleep. And then going through what y'all went through... It might be a little PTSD. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Because we're traumatized. This we're tra- traumatized from this, whether we Violated realize it or not. Yeah. And we're all worried about each other. Like half the time when we're out here, I'm thinking ever, about all like, these ever being arrested. It was my Same. first time ever being and arrested. Ever, and I'm glad. Out. I'm really glad that it was like for a cause like this. I was arrested yeah, for protesting. <laughs> I was arrested for protesting. First Amendment. Okay. So, like... my first rodeo. Yeah. So, like, honestly, like, as Western New York Liberation Collective, we are a group of people that has come together as a community. Say that name one more time. Western New York Liberation Collective. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Snapchat. Snapchat. We even have a Snapchat. We even have a Snapchat. Why? Because it's 2020 and we're updated. So, so with 2020, and we even, and that's the, you know, that's the greatest thing about us because with Western Western New York Liberation Collective, we have a website, a website where you're actually capable of going in and putting in a change that you would like to see, a form that we have. Why? Because we are with the community and we want to hear everyone's voices and what they would like to see change. This is why we're out here. Yeah, again, we're going to have some hard times. We're going to go through some... We're going to fight. Why? Because we're fucking family. That's why we're going to fight with each other. Because we want to make sure... We want to make sure we understand each other. And we're going to get... Things are going to get a little ugly, but everything is with the best intention as possible so then we can have a better future. That's why we're out here and we're going to continue to be out here like until said, shit changes. You don't see we're not leaving. You don't real see quick. the resemblance. Real quick, yeah. Martin Luther King said it best. I, I'm going to quote it as best as I can. I, I have this on my, written on my tape when I locked myself in City Hall. The rights of every man is are diminished when one man's rights are at risk. So if one person's rights are violated, everybody's rights are violated. Keep that in mind, America. He said protesting and rioting are the language of the unheard. And that's where we're out here. The unheard. My name is Miles. And I'm here with the family. No, it's a podcast. You're not going to be on video now. So, so we're going to do a follow-up episode. Everybody's uh, the August 12th through the 14th. Yeah, we're all going to be out here supporting each other because that was all bullshit. And we so, waited outside the courthouse I'll be at every single one of your court dates. I'll be at every single one of your court dates. Show up to the court dates and be rowdy. Make noise, get loud, but be peaceful. We're going to protest in the court. So we're going to promote the fuck out of this podcast because this is definitely something that needs to be, you know, we need to bring some attention. So hold on, before we get before we get it out, get a chance started. Take to the streets and fuck the police, no justice, no peace, no peace. Take to the streets and fuck the police, no justice. Wait, 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 on a funny note, on a funny note, on a funny note, on a funny note. The guy, we were, we're all little. Um, yeah, yeah. Elevated yep, in a yep. certain way, uh, so uh, the the men, all of us, none of it took it seriously in the fish tank, and we were all clicking our chains together, clicking our cuffs together. No justice in front of us, by the way. After they told us not to take him out from yes. behind our back, we all took him out from behind oh, our back. I was sitting there going, "No justice." Actually, about that. Oh wait, about that. Can we talk? All right. It was so heavy. Yeah, like two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. Okay, when I got taken in, they uh, refused to put me with the rest of the people and had me in the bathroom for 45 minutes. My name is Juan, and they refused to have me with my people. And for 45 minutes, because they felt like I would escalate things with just my presence. Yeah, but I had to listen to him snore in that cell, though. They did, so did I. Wait, wait, I have a song. I have a song that we made. If everyone here can sing it. Fuck Buffalo Police. Fuck Buffalo Police. Fuck Buffalo Police.
By the way, my name is Kayleen, and Mayor Brown can suck my ass. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't threaten him with a good time. On a shitty day. After Taco Tuesday. Don't threaten him with a good time. Fuck Mayor Brown, fuck Coleslaw, and fuck Carol Baskin. And fuck the donuts that cops eat. That means Tim Hortons. Y'all yeah, suck. Y'all suck Baskin. too. Wow. Carol Baskin. And this thing that killed Steve Irwin. All right. Fuck Stingrays, man. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But before, before, before. They killed Steve Irwin. We gotta say this one time. Who's law? Who's law? Who's law? With that being said, nerd boy out.